as you as you pointed out at the start of the conversation, it, it is general, and this will be the first of of a series of, of of conversations. And you've you've highlighted important aspects that impact upon the state of South Africa's employment market. And as you're pointing out clearly, it's a it's a multi sectoral challenge, and so many stakeholders need to need to certainly roll up their sleeves and get involved. But from your point of view, lastly. From a recruitment specialist, how can South Africa improve conditions for businesses to, as you say, to hire people and to 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 make an impact on the economy, and that will hopefully encourage investment? It's a really good question, and it's a tough one to answer, really, because um, I I know what would work for me, but what works for me doesn't necessarily work for others. Uh, I think. You know, um, uh, there's a couple of things that could be done. And I'm sure, the thing is, I'm sure if you had someone on from the governing party here, they would tell me, they would, they would shoot me down straight away and tell me of all the grants that are available and schemes that are being run, but I, I'm just not aware of them. And I've Googled and I've tried to look and I've asked people, but I just haven't found them. But, you know, um, there's, there are, there is a number of things that's, that that we can do um public sector first of all foremost is a whole conversation on its own and i think you should have uh, another conversation where you have someone like me on from the private sector but also others from the public sector as well because you know i don't really understand um well i do understand you know the, go- the government ha- here has it um has its positive uh, has its um has its history in in you know, you know, and it's, I'm going to be really polite here, in a, in a sort of more left, um, left of centre, I'm not sure that that works anymore. You know, for a country that's got 97.3% of its revenue leaving the, the country in debt, can the country afford to have huge public sector departments where there's clearly a lot of wastage and uh, and that, this is not about the people that are in it. The people that are in it uh, are probably just sound people that want to get on with their day job um, and are probably uninspired because there's about a million people in each department and they don't know what they're supposed to do. And, you know, and, 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 it, and it needs to be restructured. And that's not me saying people need to lose their jobs at all. I'm talking about the whole of it needs to be restructured. But there are people out there that are better... Cl- uh, yeah, um, uh, qualified to discuss public sector with me uh, than me. But on on the private sector side of things, again, go back to the Singapore uh, example, and please don't forget one of our African countries uh, and brothers and neighbours, um, Rwanda has, uh, which was doing great work on their economy and on their environment and, and, and on uh, ESG and on their employment figures and various other, have come out and stated they want to be the Singapore. Of, of Africa. Now, there's no reason why South Africa, which are, with the large economy that we, we do have, um, can be that. We can learn from the best, is what I'm trying to say. We can go around, look at Asia. Look at all those countries in Asia that have been growing rapidly over 20 years, 25, 30 years. South Korea, uh, China, obviously, um, Singapore, Indonesia. Have a look at what they're doing, and we may be able to, we be able to borrow some. But most importantly, you have to encourage, you have to have an, uh, 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 um, whether you like it or not, we have a, 
uh, a working environment here which is incredibly weighted towards the individual uh, and, and the employer. And there'll be a lot of people who say immediately, good, that's a great thing. However, if you want to stimulate the, the jobs, you have to make sure that the employer isn't scared to hire, okay? And that's the environment that we've got here. There's no escaping it. We, employers are frightened to take people on because there are, there are no, again, Singapore, training sub subsidies that they could give, tax incentive subsidies for hiring more locals. These are easy things, relatively easy things to implement, but we don't have that. What I'm trying to say is less stick, more carrots. Now, if um, one thing I was talking about the other day with someone would be that wouldn't it be great if you want to really stimulate SMEs and entrepreneurship and South Africa has some of the brightest minds really want to do, you know, drive forward their entrepreneurial skills, start their own businesses. You have to, why not, why not have a rule where any company that, uh, that turns over less than 10 million uh, or 20 million, whatever the number is, doesn't matter. Um, that they are not under the same CCMA rules. Because whether you like it or not, when you're growing a small business, that business needs to look after its cash flow straight away. And if the person they've hired isn't the right person, they need to be able to move that person out and, and hire the right person. Um, and, and so maybe for SMEs, don't have them tied to the same tax incentives and, and the same CCMA rules that others. But again, that's just an idea. That's really just an idea that the ANC can have for free. Um, the, uh, you know, also apprenticeships is another area. You know, we are launching this year our GRM Academy, which aims to bring on literally as many people as we can. I'm going to uh, hopefully be able to um, uh, send you details of that in the coming weeks. Great. But again, training, development, and, and, and apprenticeships, and taking people on, but not under the fear that if they don't work out, that, that, um, that, that you know, that I'm, I'm, I'm then embroiled in a CCMA battle, but, you know, which I wouldn't want. But apprenticeships are a way of giving someone a, a finite amount of time, uh, a full training program, and an actual certification at the end of it. So there, there are a number of things but better support for entrepreneurs through tax incentives and aiming that hiring of local talent much more with a carrot rather than a stick is 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 um is something that the, the government really needs to look into i'll give you one example which kind of is relevant i remember uh, when I first left London, I moved to the, I was lucky enough to move to the Cayman Islands and I was working in recruitment there. And at the time, um, the, there was a, one of the main, I'm sure you're very aware, one of the major investment banks in the world is, is a bank called Goldman Sachs. And Goldman Sachs had a big presence on the island. This is a small island with a small population and they were a big employer. Um, so lots of locals got great jobs with Goldman Sachs. And then a new government came in and they really tightened up things on the visa front. And, you know, it's like, you know, we're going to, we're going to, um, it's going to be much more jobs for locals, which, you know, there wasn't any there was incredibly low unemployment anyway, but it was, um, it was, uh, you know, they start, I know that they started to talk to Goldman's and the other banks and they were putting more and more pressure on, um, on who they could hire effectively, whether they would get visas for their, senior management uh, that were coming that were foreign to work alongside and train the locals. Anyway, long story short, I remember 
my uh, one of my contacts at the time said, um, you, if you if you start telling Goldman Sachs who they can and can't hire, they will leave. And that's exactly what happened. Them and a variety of other big employers on the island that were in financial services, because that's mainly what Cayman does, um, left because they were being dictated to. Now, if you really want to stimulate the economy here and get people moving, you've got to encourage foreign uh, investment. You've got to. You've, you've got to stimulate the local economy and you've got to bring in foreign investment that will, that will hire people locally, okay? Um, and in order to do that, you need an, an environment that is, um, that is welcoming to, to, uh, to those firms, um, to, that they are encouraged to hire locally and, and to train and develop and, and be here for the long haul, like me, you know, move here and invest in the country. And, and, and you know, there's ways of doing that. But if, uh, but if you don't have a, a, an environment that is uh, business friendly, uh, and the, you know that's a term that's banded around. Yeah. What is business friendly? Business friendly. Well, business friendly means that you've got an environment where companies can come in and they can hire who they like. And if they don't work out, they can let them go, or they can put them on other training schemes. There might be an argument that you've already got that, but you really haven't. Anyone, I, I would, I would appeal to anyone in government that is involved in s small to medium enterprises, uh, entrepreneurial, uh, um, uh, you know schemes or anything to do with business in general and in, and in the employment sector go and spend some time with businesses spend your time listening to to employers and they will say exactly what i'm saying here you need to make a create a better environment that without that fear factor um, um that that it has that we currently have that will that will encourage further investment and 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 you know and um you know, uh, and creating an environment for for entrepreneurs, for young entrepreneurs coming out of university, that where they're not they're not scared to to make a mistake. Look, I mean, you, we can sit here all day and talk about the 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 the, the, the virtues of Chapter Eleven in the U.S., but Hong Kong, where I lived for ten years, has exactly the same. If you go out of business, if you go into business and you make a mistake, you can start again the following day, and and that that kind of environment. Where you're not punished for making mistakes really does drive local economies it, it drives people to start their own businesses be creative and south africa has that opportunity we really do um but there doesn't seem to be much willing from the powers that be and obviously if businesses were making more money then they'd be paying more tax wouldn't they and then we the country would have more money so it swings and rounds about but um i think there's um there's a lot to be said for for those kind of things, um, those ideas about the CCMA levels on apprenticeships, um, tax incentives, you know, creating better environments for uh, uh, to encourage to get that low business confidence mm, off the floor mm, mm. and 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 out there.